0: The 19th Hole Podcast presented by Golf Talk Live and brought to you by Perfect Practice Putting Mat, Yips, and Survivor Golf Tee. How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very,
1: very special honor.
0: I'm Paula Kramer and you're listening. Well,
2: we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the
0: word go out from here across the land that Danny Noonan uh, approves of the 19th Hole podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the 19th Hole brought to you by Golf Talk Live. I'm Alan DePue. I will be hosting our little panel with my fellow co-hosts, as always, some of the most brightest minds in the golf industry. Of course, I'm speaking of Andy Heidorn. Hello,
3: Andy. Gentlemen, happy to be here.
0: Brendan Elliott, back from uh, the COVID lockdown. Brendan, good to see your face. Hey, good to be back. <laughs> and Boston Bob Baldessari still basking in the glow of having a major championship in his hometown. Welcome.
2: It is a wicked esteemed group here.
0: Wicked indeed. <laughs> missing, missing in action is the traveling golfer Tony Leodora because he's traveling. Andrew's doing Andrew things, and uh, honestly, Andy, I think uh, Christian, it was too passionate. The conversation was too fired up last week.
3: he's, he's got to take a week
0: off. He's got he's got to recharge. He's a young guy. He's you know <laughs> he's leaving it with the old guys here to to just sort out what's going on, the fallout of Portland and everywhere in between. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, anything going on in the golf world? I asked that question last week. I mean, yeah,
2: another
0: slow week. I mean, okay. Yeah. So, let me, let me just I'm, – I'm just going to keep on talking, then yeah. I'll shut up. Just like last week, I came in hot. I'm going to come in hot on this one, okay? White pants at the golf course, N-
1: not a fan. I had a, fa- I had a phase that I went huh? through. I had a phase I went through where I did that. How about white shorts? Oh, yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> did you do the white
0: belt with the white pants, like the dude I saw wearing it this weekend? And, of course, he had the red, white, and blue shirt on to go with it.
1: <laughs> I did a white belt, yes. But the white belt was always with black pants, all black pants. You can't go white on white, right? It, white on
3: white ain't right. Our, our, our leadoff batter is don't be that guy this week. <laughs> hey
0: Steve, I'm telling you right now, guys, I mean, I know each of us touched the business in different ways. It was a long freaking weekend. I mean, yeah. we put a lot of rounds of golf through there and uh, thank you for everybody for coming out. We really appreciate your patronage, but I mean, and you just got to ask yourself, come on. So some, some, some of the antics I saw this weekend,
3: I, I i tell you I, mean,
0: I need a gen zer here i need christian here to explain some of the logic i saw
3: well the the outfit the outfit stuff is is it just it cracks me up right and i'm not i'm not really a a costume type of guy and and i don't begrudge anybody who is but wow some people like really really go hard and heavy with the <laughs> the uh thematic wear
0: <laughs> i had the plaids and stripes
1: working
2: <laughs> what
1: was that was that chili chili wear remember chili wear oh yeah <laughs> hey,
2: Well, there, there's the old saying in golf and it's not good english but um look good feel good play good so i think some people like to think they look good then they're gonna play good the white thing you know what's comes around goes around in golf fashion or fashion um i don't know i guess you have to be a certain particular maybe age and style of body to pull that off um but i'm 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 shocked i'm Shocked and scared at some of the old photos I have of how short my shorts are on the golf course.
3: <laughs> See, That's just, that's, you know what, you know what Bobby, life,
0: Bobby, you may be on to it because I'm telling you right now, if I put on white pants, I just look like a sheep.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you got to be like, cut like I, I tell people I used to be a V-shape. When we first met each other, I was a V-shape. Big, broad shoulders, tiny little waist. I, somewhere along the line, I became an A. You
3: know? Yeah. You, you know it's funny how they say what goes around comes around, especially in the world of fashion. Mm-hmm. And because this is this is <laughs> our our senior group of panel experts here, um, Brendan, you might not get this reference, but there's a brand called Daphini back in the day. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, and Daphini <laughs> was like kind of a, a old day kind of like. Bad Birdie, Proud 90, all, all these golf bro brands, right? Um, Daphini was was the thing back in the day.
2: That was classic. That was a.
3: Totally.
2: Uh, I remember that in my dad's shop. Yeah, D I capital F I N I. If anybody's yep. wondering how you spell that.
1: Yep. Well, since we're on the subject, how how casual are you guys cool with? I mean, I know. I know some of us have been in the world, or are currently in the world, of managing facilities. What's what's too casual? Basketball shorts, t-shirts. I mean, how? All
0: right. Well, we're my property is a little higher end property. We'll say it's one of the the top ones in Jersey. Daily fee, public access. We do have a collar rule. You know, our shorts our shirts tucked in No, but we do have a collar rule, which push me gets some pushback. I will tell you, other properties I've managed, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it's it's golf. We're in inter- we are in the entertainment business.
2: Yep, it's interesting. I've had this conversation with some past presidents of the PGA of America, some other golf uh, executives, and if you look at it, I've seen enough middle aged guys come out dressed in the nines, and they don't spend anything at the club. They slow things down, and they never replace a diver or a bunker. There's some yep. other you know gen whatever that come out maybe the hat's on backwards maybe the shirt's untucked but they have a great time they spend a lot of money they take care of the place i mean uh, there's a couple ways to look at it but um you know you want to embrace how people feel comfortable out there i always use the phrase uh we got to get to a place where people where we need people to consume the game the way they need to consume it yeah
1: yep and i understand you know having Based on the type of course, like you said, Alan, there's got to be some parameters, but I love going places that are super casual, music on the driving range. You know, I, I almost felt for a long time, even in our section events in Florida, it wasn't too long ago that we were still required to wear pants. That is ridiculous. And
0: Oh, well, now you're getting me started. <laughs> okay. I, we are in the entertainment business, but what's wrong with us wearing shorts in the mid the, the middle of summer? Even if you're in management, if you got to, go go down to go to Disney World or wherever, and I mean, their their cast outfit may be shorts. You know how bad I'd like to wear on have a nice pair of uh, uh, shorts on today because it was hot. Yeah, yep. that's, that's that's all I got to say.
3: <laughs> that's to me. That's a little bit of of and i the guy that owns the club that i'm a member at you know we've had these discussions and and he just doesn't want to not only turn people away but he doesn't want to piss people off yeah you know for something like that and i kind of don't blame him right um it's golf it's a leisure activity it's fun you know i don't know I, i i just think the the idea of the stuffiness of of the image of the game i think has has caused a little bit of a barrier for people and if something like this helps remove that barrier then who does who does it hurt really
0: i think it's absolutely ben i mean it's still the you know slobs versus the snobs kind of mentality you know we 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 had the opportunity uh, to interview Michael Keefe and hope to have him on again, you know, the famous Danny Noonan. And, and, that's, we asked him, you know, about the, the cult icon of, uh, of the movie. And he's like, yeah, of course we knew it was going to be a, a, you know, a stellar movie for 30 years, what have you. But <laughs> he goes, but isn't it, it's the, it's the dynamic of these snobs, the haves versus the have nots. Yeah. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. I, I just actually Googled, and then I'll throw this over to, to you guys John Ashworth's Goat Hill Park.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you got any guys either been there or aware of it or out in California? Oh, God, what, what do you got there? Yeah. Andy,
3: Andy? Andy's holding the link, link Soul. Yeah. yeah. That's a Andy. Goat Hill Park sweatshirt right there.
0: Yeah. Andy. Okay. So Andy's holding that up to the screen for those of you that are not on our zoom right
3: now, but he doesn't care. I mean,
0: what's the premise of it, Bobby, that he just doesn't care, right? Show up, have
2: fun. I think, yeah, I think his caring is in being a warm, embracing, like I said before, place that people feel comfortable to go at. He saved that place. I think they're ready to bulldoze it. Uh, I'm a huge fan of what he's done out there. I've looked at their, uh, website, social media, watch some of their stuff. I think it's a great illustration of how to make at least an entry point for a lot of people into the game that are very afraid literally to go to some of those uh, fancy places.
1: I just played today two nines with uh, two of my students, the course that I worked at for a long time, Winter Park uh, nine hole course. And it's right out of that footprint when they did the renovations. I think in 2016, they renovated the the course and it's it's the same feel uh they've got link soul in the pro shop um and it's just so casual and it's just so cool you know and that's that's what golf should be like like people just come in to walk nine and meet meet different people and just lay back
3: yeah but they still need to rake their damn bunkers so well, that's true <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a penalty area
3: <laughs> mm, mm. I, I just
2: think it's you know i've heard this in my shops before that somebody walks in you know, years ago, I couldn't wait to put the uh, dress code sign up. I want to, I want to kick myself now these days. And some of the regards to the rules and things <clears throat> and the signage I want to put up, but you know, I've had people walk in and go, so I need to leave and get a $12 shirt and some, uh, I won't name the brand, but it's a, you know, lower end. All right. Dockers I don't know if they're still out there. But, um, meanwhile, somebody is on a hundred dollar pair of very, very, very nice pants that don't, look like khakis and maybe they have on a shirt that's not a collar, but it's a $80 really, really fine, nice shirt. So I know there's somewhere in the middle, there's got to be places that people can get used to the game. And then, yeah, there's always going to be some private clubs and some higher end stuff that that's part of the culture. Uh, But I know from years ago, reading magazines at the PGA Museum of Golf back in the 1920s and 30s, it was reported that the game was going down the tube because people weren't wearing a jacket and a tie. The game was going to suffer. This awful. How can anybody possibly think about playing golf without a jacket and a tie?
3: But yeah. it's funny. It's funny. Like, like I totally get where they're coming from because at that point in time, you know, they were protecting the elite nature of the game, right? They weren't looking at it as, as this is someone, something that the masses should be. You know kind of engaging and they were they were trying to protect that that status part of what golf used to be and i'm obviously so glad that that's not there anymore i can't swing in a jacket come on no. <laughs> tried have it, you ever so. have you
1: ever done that though have you done one of the hickory tournaments or something and i can't even tie and... my
3: shoes in a jacket <laughs> Much the swing a golf club. Come Go on our right.
0: social media and see where see my attempt at hit a golf ball addressed as Santa. Shank.
1: Should we talk real stuff? Yeah, sure. good, a good segue <laughs> from, from what we're talking about is just the Miss, modernization Miss, of the Miss, game. Miss, Mythic, mythical uh,
0: conversations about Santa. Should that transition into live?
3: <laughs> well, I, I thought the segue was, you know, let's talk real stuff because we're just talking about Santa.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: wait. You
1: uh, might have kids listen- listening.
0: Any yeah. listeners that are out there, Santa is real. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I don't know where we want to talk about Let's just talk about live because it's dominating everything. You know, I will say this. Their social media game. Is on point. They are attacking and attacking and attacking. Uh, the you know the I think Andy did we talk about the last time about how the uh, Norman tweeted about the uh, the breakdown of where everybody is in the world golf rankings. Yep. But and then did, did, did I think I'm, I'm losing track of my weeks here? Or how about the retort that somebody said, "Why did the live play 54 holes? Because Norman would have 14 majors." <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> But they're, anyway, their social game is definitely on point. But my question actually is the first thing, I'm going to make an argument for live, which I know Andy's going to get fired up because he just will. The first legitimate point that I've heard, why I like the, the, about the full field shotgun, or the, the shotgun, Patrick Reed, of all people, may, makes the comment. He goes, because we're all playing the same golf course then on the same day
3: legitimate blah 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 he's just trying to find a reason to say something positive other than money i mean honestly it's it, that to me is the biggest crock of shit I,
0: I i think there's some validity to it he, he what look at look at look at the players championship this year the guys that got stuck well i can't remember which rotation they're played in horrific conditions
3: okay how about how about bobby has to start on 240 yard par three and I get to start on a 380-yard par four.
0: Well, I think that's that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Because Bobby can wield it in there with a little cutter.
2: (laughs) I hit the high cutter. Yeah. That's an interesting uh I I think there is a there is a threat of legitimacy there. Um but you know, I think it's if it's weather-based, but when a golf course is laid out, the design is put together. You know, it's a one, two, three through eighteen, and how well, the designer made it. So, um, but again, I, I get where he's going from as as a field is the the draw, uh, especially some of the crazy weather days. Yeah, and I'm
3: not I'm not saying that that that's not a a legitimate point that he's making, but you know, there is the flip side of that, which is what you just said, Bob. Um, and and to me, the thing that that fires me up the most is that you're just looking to say something other than I'm here for the money. And and that seems to be what, what they're all trying to do. Brandon, I,
0: you, you nodded your head, head. Yes. When I talked about their social game, are they being successful? Are they, are they, are they touching on those points that are legitimate to legitimate? And uh, you know what I'm trying to say.
1: <laughs> 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 um yes and no i mean pour um, me a drink please <laughs> for years i felt like we have conversations we pre-live um about how we can do things differently or what type of formats we can do and we have the stable for and we have the the team event that they um that they do now on on the pga tour and we even had where I think it was uh, Henrik and Annika kind of put that thing together where the men men and women are playing together. Um, So there is, I think, some legitimate things that are being tried. uh, But again, it just comes back to what I said a couple of weeks ago. I think the last time I was on is if this wasn't a Greg Norman and a Saudi regime thing, I don't know if there would be quite the pushback that there is right now. I think that's the bigger issue of anything else, not trying different stuff for a limited schedule or more money. Cause the tour found more money, you know, to, to do this new series that they're going to do in 23. So
0: I, I will just simply make one statement, which is I actually think that live made a great stride forward now that they've hit the U S coast or, and I think that, tide is turning in their direction of public relations
2: i'll tell you this from uh in the golf shop at my club i will definitely tell you the 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 higher majority of golfers just joe joe golfer mary golfer coming in has been more siding to this what is this new thing uh seems like those guys those tour players can decide what they want to do what's up with the pga tour why is the pga tour being so bullish i do a beginner ladies clinic thursday nights ladies are barely figuring out how to hold the club and they're saying to me hey this new this new thing that's up this new tour um you know seems seems okay why can't they go try it why can't like it, it's very very interesting the casual golfer out there versus people in the industry the perception
3: because they're all listening to our podcast that's why they and, 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 and seriously i mean it, it's like that's all anybody's talking about on social media, on, you know, not necessarily on the, on the traditional outlets, because generally they're all partners with, with uh, the PGA tour. So right. they're trying well, I, everything they can lives do even Liv's even
0: calling them out, report on sports. Don't report, you know.
3: No, you don't know. Sorry. You don't. You have a strategic relationship that, that makes your business dependent upon <laughs> that relationship. You don't, You don't promote something that's going to potentially hurt your particular foundation.
2: Here's a couple of, I've had more than a few people say to me and like some, you know, astute golfer guys that have played for a while and said, geez, I guess the negotiations broke down with the tour and live. I said, oh, they never talked. And many people were shocked at that. They're like, well, did not they even try to sit down and have a discussion, a conversation? Could they coexist? I said, no, I never got to that point.
3: But will it? Not with Greg Norman there. I mean that that bridge, that that bridge is torched a long yeah. time ago, and they made that decision. <laughs> like, like you really want to know who who came in with both gloves on? Burn Olympia. the boats. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I I keep coming back to the bigger question, which is. When they keep picking off players, because they will, yeah. who, get, who gets booted? Where do those people then be able to play? Can they play? And are, do they expand the field size? Do they do this? Do they do that? And are then do
3: they suddenly become what they hate, but with, for a lot more money? I think and, that's an unbelievable point. Yeah. That, that, that's the, the only thing that will happen, is they will become everything that they, that they hate. Look, but live, no, live. But with
0: with one exception, Andy, giving the golf fan, which you've said all along, twenty five percent less. It's not like this Drano I got here that's got twenty five. Why well, I have Drano <laughs> sitting on my desk, I don't know. But it's not like this Drano that says twenty five percent more. They're getting twenty five percent less. Pay more for for a ticket into this into the uh, um, tournament which isn't really even a tournament. It's kind of an exhibition, but, and get to see 25% less action. It's great.
3: Look, live, live means 54 in Roman numerals. That's yeah. what live means. Right. So that's their foundation to give less. Their foundation was to really bend over and please Phil Mickelson and all the others like him that want to play less golf. They want to make more money. I get it. I get it again. not, not, crashing anyone's you know party for doing that but but you made the, the point alan and you're 100 percent right their only way to success is to become something that they hate oh my god are they the new animal farm <laughs> i don't know that <laughs> reference
2: hey alan
0: can, can, well i didn't know, know the one reference one. to Lit. i'll be honest with you you did blew my mind until i did the math i was like holy hell i've guessed 50 live it doesn't so. come up to 54.
3: it's either it's either let's invite the villains or 54 i hadn't done the math andy sorry i think it's 54
2: alan how about you put the the back up there i'm doing more product placements
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know i was watching i'm sure you guys tuned in a little bit because tiger was in the field but this this jp mcmanus pro-am i thought how cool is this that it's a, a fun light event raising money and look at the field. How many live guys are in the field? How many PGA tour guys are in the field? I don't know how much tension was happening because the coverage didn't really let that even be a topic of discussion. Um, but it seemed like they could play nice with each other.
3: I think they had 10 of the top 12 ranked players in the world there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep uh nine
3: of the top ten i heard nine of the top ten so let me ask you this do you give two shits who won the jp mcmanus pro-am no Nope. it was fun to watch no no question but but having that victory xander won by a shot maybe yeah um yeah it's an exhibition
1: yep exhibitions you go back into the golden era of the game exhibitions were
3: everything yeah that's how most players made their money mm-hmm. who's the modern day
0: walter hagan then yeah <laughs> <laughs> i gotta ask the question which one which one's gonna roll up half lit a- i mean
3: <laughs> come on it's got to be phil right yeah probably <laughs> phil is is the reincarnation of walter hagan
2: and you know with those exhibitions years ago the guys were standing on the first tee and Two or three of them and say, Hey, you want to split it right now? Or do we're going to play for it?
3: Yeah,
2: There's a lot of that going on.
0: I actually did see another interesting one, kind of like the concept. What's wrong with having team tailor-made or team Titleist or team whatever. And the teams are sponsored. So you're basically incorporating NASCAR or something of that nature, almost into, into live interesting concept.
3: I I love it. And and anything that would make the team thing be more relevant would have to be you're on the same team week to week. Right. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but having a draft party on Wednesday night to draft your team, I mean. I mean, yeah, you have
0: the the Swiss bobsled team one, three, four or five. I mean, you could have team tailor-made.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and looking by at the way teams. if Taylor may would
0: like any you know to sponsor us for that plug then yeah. uh, you know just saying,
3: Go ahead Bobby.
2: Well I was gonna say you know one of the you know out of every crazy situation we've all been in certain crazy situations uh, there's always some good that come out of it um, so maybe something in there could be the, like this team concept or maybe in in a deep hundred years of history or all kinds of tour history, that they can try stuff, they can be innovative, they're certainly disruptive if you use that term. Um, so maybe they'll stumble across something that, I, you know, this is what I've been thinking about trying to find a silver lining that some sort of format, some sort of thing that clicks with people. And could that ultimately get more people to want to get out to the golf course? Could more PGA members or LPGA members at their clubs be running formats like XYZ? I, I think they're, I don't think they're gonna be afraid to try anything.
3: Agreed.
0: So, what's what's the? Uh, I won't ask Andy, Brian. What's the positives of Live in its current format, other than some dude got <laughs> a beer pulled, poured in his mouth from Greg Norman off the patio?
1: I think it's too soon to to say that there's really anything other. So, not not to defer from this, <laughs> but somebody put something on social about. This is how the PGA Tour started. And that's not quite right. I mean, there's some a little bit of truth to that because it was a, a break off from the PGA of America. And, and But people still think, which drives me crazy, that's like the one thing that you guys know that I keep posting on social media. <laughs> that The PGA of America is not the PGA Tour. Anyways, um, and I don't know. I didn't know when I read, when I saw this post. And maybe you guys can fill me in being a little bit more uh seasoned than i am um was the premise of the spinoff in the 60s because of television rights and money and stuff because this is what this person was alluding to um when the pga tour broke off from the pga of america
2: i can tell you i've been close to the subject probably more than some people or you know we could have kelly Albin come on yeah next week his dad max Elman, was the pga of america president when this whole thing happened uh, max was the head pro burning tree and i mean you had jack and arnie leading the charge to say we need to have a dedicated association of our own all we're going to do is play golf all we're going to do is play tournament golf we're not going to manage facilities We're not going to worry about you know the things that you know brennan and i do and alan used to do and uh andy almost did um, but it's uh uh, I don't know if it's apples and oranges. It, I mean, it's, it's different. It's very, very different. It's certainly a different place in time um, with what happened. But I will tell you, just for listeners out there, this is a true story. The PGA America said to the PGA Tour, the, or let's call it Jack and Arnie, that as that tour started, please take the Ryder Cup, please. We're losing tons of money. The PGA wow. Tour said, uh, no, we don't want that, dog. <laughs> you, you lose money. That was the PGA America ended up kicking and screaming and didn't want it. But the PGA America ended up with the Ryder cup. So oh, all those wow. years later, it became this cash cow. And I didn't see something recently. I well, actually was, um, um, who was the, uh, um, shoot. I'm trying to think of the tour player I was talking about it. Um, anyways, it was, you know, this whole thing that's happening now, the ramifications to the Ryder cup, because these seasoned PGA tour players that are going over to live that normally we'd be playing the Ryder cup. Uh, the next one coming around probably won't be eligible. So it was Zach,
1: Zach Johnson was talking about that.
2: Oh, that was it. last yeah.
1: week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, you have, have the, to be a member of the PGA of America, which they get by being members of the PGA tour. So. Correct.
0: Well, the sour 17, as they're known on the DP world tour now, <laughs> for the 17 guys that uh, was 16 till, uh, who just Paul Casey just announced, right, that he's going yeah. over. So the Sour 17, I mean, the reports out of the European tour is, screw them, we don't care, don't come back. And and it mirrors comments from JT on his social, or it was in a another podcast, I should say, another podcast I saw the transcripts of um where he basically said something to the effect of said look these guys are now people are, are starting to you know line up lawsuits are getting ready to fly you're basically suing me which goes back to you know last week christian was one of the things that he was upset about is that jt was ignoring some of the guys up on the range well guess what they're attacking him indirectly so i can understand where jt's coming from Andy, that one, that was such so set up on the tee for you.
3: (laughs) Well, I went, I went off on that last week. Right. I mean, it it is. And, you know, I don't know if you guys saw Billy Horschel today. I saw that. Um, And, you know, he got on the soapbox a little bit and, and I'm glad that he did this because, you know, he was really offended by all the talk about, you know, the PGA tour pays no attention to us they don't care what we think they don't listen to us they don't do this and you know he went he went all in on on the fact that jay monahan and and all of the the administration you know worked tirelessly to make the tour a better place um and to say that they don't listen to them offended him greatly and uh and i appreciate what what he said
2: yeah, I saw that. That was some good comments. So,
0: the recap—I I didn't hear. A recap, if you don't mind, what, what exactly did he say?
3: No, he just—he just said that.
0: Called that, a bunch of hypocrites, as I, I just googled it, as you were saying. Yeah.
3: He he did that, but but he he specifically went to the point where, you know, he he said that. Look, there's 200 members of the PGA Tour. They can't incorporate every suggestion that every player makes, he says, but they do a lot to listen to us and, and, you know, kind of develop the the policies and the practices of the tour that they play on. So, you know, I, I'm glad to hear that because, you know, Jay Monahan's taken a lot of shit for this. And I think, I think it's, it's unfair. I think it's unfair.
1: He talked about too, about, You know, these guys talking about how weeks on end go by and they don't get to see their families. And yeah, it's only it's a minimum of 15 events if that's all they need to play. And now they do need to keep their card. So if they can get it done in 15, 16 events, but they have the freedom to set their schedule. Nobody's forcing them to do anything schedule
3: wise. And you know what it comes down to? It's the money up front versus meritocracy, right? Yeah, that's what it comes down to. As an I, I, was,
0: I was literally just sitting here thinking. If you if you think about it, you know, you look at the the baseball player that gets signs the big contract. He's they've got it. They've got it in the bank. Yep. Yeah. You got to go out and perform, and then they get called out in the press if they don't perform. But they got the money in the bank. And I, and, and we all know, all of us know that those guys, especially those ones uh, and gals that are on the mini tours. I mean, they're putting up their own entry fees. Yeah, (laughs) they're working. They're hustling to to make what they make.
1: Yep. And there's something to be said for that, because if you get all this money, these high ranking amateurs that just got the paydays, I mean, they're not going to work for anything. And these guys work tirelessly for years and years to earn what they make. Only sport that that you do that in. Honestly, well, maybe not the only sport. There's other sports. Um, but not a not a lot, and you get these guys coming out of high school in the NBA signing these big contracts and then sneaker deals and stuff, and they go broke, you know, how many ever years down the road because they didn't earn it, they didn't work for it.
0: I'm trying to relate it to the ATP tennis. Okay, so I and I don't know the answer to this. Hopefully, when you I, I mean, are they signed a bunch of appearances if they go play in the I don't know some tournament someplace not one of the majors, not Wimbledon, not the U.S. Open, but do the tennis players get appearance fees as opposed
1: to – I don't think so.
0: I could be so, wrong, but I don't would think they, so. would they? Would they then be similar to <laughs> the golf tour? Totally similar. Well, I, but, I, I, I understand but that, but it, the, the similarity would stop with with regards to are they getting some money up front even in their regular circuit?
3: So Tiger always got money to go play in the Dubai Desert Classic. Outside the circuit,
0: right? That's not a PGA Tour event. He got permission to get go play in that.
3: Okay.
1: And I think that's where people get confused because those are one offs. I don't think the tour really cares about those one offs, right? Right. Right. Bobby,
0: voice of reason. (laughs)
2: Get more club. (laughs)
3: <laughs> hit, hit more club damn it
2: <laughs> always hit one more club well you know the tiger thing is the outlier uh but uh you know i just uh i don't know we can keep going around and around talking about it i was going to mention something like you know the john deere this week it, you know is that sort of the newish norm for the tour that you got a pretty exciting a pretty exciting event i mean yeah but not the big names, uh, the travelers as well. But it, was,
0: it was the it was the norm before.
2: Yeah, it
1: was for for that one. Yeah, yeah.
0: The guys, guys. I mean, think about it. Think about actually some of the players that won that thing. Which it was a great tournament. By the Chris Goddard, by the way, Jersey guy played in yep. the rock. That kid's gonna be a stud. Yep. I mean, he had that one little slip up, one the one round. But uh, JT posting, congrats. Yep. But it basically was Jordan won. Didn't <laughs> Jordan won there? How many other people win their card and keep their card then for two years because they have played in the little tournaments?
1: Oh, it's so important, so important! Yeah. And that it used to set up the one of the last bids for the for the open championship too. But that's since changed with the what this week's event is at Hall.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, they gave,
0: no. They, gave, they gave they gave three they gave three the top three finishers last week at Jay, uh, John Deere all got okay. their, uh, okay. all got their into uh, the open championship.
1: But the Scottish is now a DP and PGA Tour co-sanctioned. Mm-hmm. That's new this year, correct? Or is it that is. Last year?
0: It is. And by the way, I had a note here. Mr. Patrick, the same aforementioned Patrick Reed was told that don't bother showing up. He was, th- in, the, he was in the field.
1: But three guys got in, though. Pol- didn't Poulter and two other guys?
3: Yeah, they sued.
1: Yeah. Mm. They sued and got in. Which is interesting. There, There's your first... Lawsuit beyond the one of that guy down that Bobby was talking about um, a fan. Wasn't it yeah. a fan that was an attorney,
3: a lawyer yeah. fan?
2: <laughs> lawyer. Yeah. In South Florida lawyer he's a golf fan. He's bringing a lawsuit against the tour class, class action because he spent, I think it was $30,000 of tickets and so on and so forth and whatever. And um, yeah, the, the start players would be there. So
3: i think the story the story started florida man yeah <laughs> it did
2: <laughs> it wasn't me
1: <laughs> the, you know i did see a report and i don't big, know if you was guys it, did was it, it but, the big orange guy
3: <laughs> no, yeah.
1: no, no 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 sorry no, i'm not going there <laughs> so, something about a, a live lpga tour type deal where I, I mean that, th- that that could be frightening for the LPGA tour because they would instantly have purses that would blow away anything that the LPGA tour is. But they're again, they're already there. They're already a world tour.
0: Just put more money into it. They
2: deserve it. Yeah. Well, how about the? Uh, I can never get the initials right. The KPMG is that it? K M G. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah, so they more than double, I think, up to 9 million. They hold it an iconic place, a congressional, and yet they barely got any TV coverage, and it was a pretty exciting finish. Yeah. Uh, I, I read about that, that, you know, it's almost like, what did the women have to do? What did the LPG have to do? Big, big event, big stage, uh, Washington, D.C. area, a lot of money, exciting finish. I mean, I don't know, for them, if you keep throwing money at it, I don't know if it fixes the problem.
1: They need a big time television deal, which I don't think. I don't know. I mean, that all comes down to how many eyeballs are going to come in there. And yep. what's your the, ROI? The golf channel is just not enough for your casual viewer.
0: I mean the the, the shop right here near me. They actually had uh, prime time coverage on on CBS on Saturday and Sunday. Sunday yeah. in particular. I mean. That's the shot. The right gets it. So why can't have KPMG of all things? I mean, anyway, what, uh, what's some good other positive golf news that we have to report that we're that close to the Open Championship? Yeah. Is it, too, is it too early to look ahead? That's next week's show, right?
3: Yes, I have some positive golf news that I'm leaving for England and Scotland on Friday. Nice. To go play eight days of golf over there. Huh. How's that for positive news that, that's great,
1: <laughs> you suck
3: <laughs> you gotta, you still gotta do the show. yeah, I'd be more than happy <laughs> to do it at two o'clock in the afternoon.
1: <laughs> Where are you playing? Oh, he's stuck,
0: Andy froze see that's what he gets for going away.
2: <laughs> too excited. he can't. He's just frozen. I know, right? There he is. He's back. Yeah, you're back. You were you were frozen.
3: I know. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: yeah. right. So we're hey, the so great, we are, the great, are, great and powerful Oz.
0: It. We are coming to the towards the end of the round. Uh, what do we got here? Let me check my clock, my my show clock. Yeah, we're coming towards the end of the round. So, uh, Bobby, final thoughts? Things that we can expound on?
2: Well. Uh, Come back, come back. I need a minute to think. Come back All right, me.
0: like I said, Andy, final thoughts. I know I can always go to you on this one.
3: <laughs> no, I, I. My final thought is I. I hope sometime soon we just need to, to, just accept the fact that live is what it is. It's out there, and hopefully it doesn't dominate the news anymore. Kind of like but COVID. Is that what you're saying? It's just kind it's kind there. It's out there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sorry, Brennan. Too too soon.
1: No, I'm glad I got it it done and over with.
0: And speaking of, Brennan, go ahead.
1: You know, I was just thinking the same thing that that Andy said, that I just just want this to go away. And it's not. It's not going away anytime soon. Um, And and I remember on a past show a couple weeks ago, I don't think I was on, but Bobby was mentioning about that growth of the game thing that they keep trying to throw in there that just makes me cringe when i hear that it's not growing anything um it's making guys that are already rich even richer um so give it give it up with the growth of the game crap okay (laughs) because there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are out there trying to do good things through golf and get more people playing and that just is a slap in the face to us and they're not getting paid 125 million to do it nope and they don't care that they're not getting paid that much either. That's what makes it, you know, people like like us that love it that try to get more people into it. Like I said, it's a slap in the face. But well, before I come back
0: to Bobby, I'm going to completely go off the page. We're recording Tuesday night, and I want to I want my final thought to have nothing to do with go, live or golf. Mike Greer named as the first black general manager and of an NHL hockey team. With his selection by the San Jose Sharks, kudos, Mike Greer.
2: Cool. That
0: is a Pretty huge cool. step. That's a huge step forward for inclusion and in, uh, in that sport as well. So now, Bob, now you gotta you gotta finish it. You gotta finish it up great.
3: That's a Boston segue, if I ever heard one. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Hockey. Hockey. Good.
2: Well, let, let me give you uh actually Brennan said something and I've been thinking about this, so I guess I'll drop a semi-bomb. Um I think if they did it the right way, live, could grow the game. Mm. I'll leave it at that. I actually put some thoughts together. And if they did it the right way and if they took my advice, if they're listening, if anybody really cares, uh, because Brennan and I are probably the two biggest proponents of what the F does grow the game mean. And it falls short for a million times with a million people. It doesn't mean crap out there the way people say it. Um, not trying to be harsh to good PA. You're, friends. I'm not a PGA it, member anymore. It's all lip service. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, it's all over the place. So, uh, but I feel strongly if they did certain things a certain way, they literally could do what they're talking about. Cause I kept hearing that and I was laughing it and saying, what a crap. But I saw, I stopped, I took emotions off and I said, wait a minute, um, these people actually could do it. They could do it. I'll leave it at that.
0: There you go. That's it. That's all we got. Andy, when in Scotland, hit it long and straight.
3: (laughs) Because being shortened in the fescue does not work.
2: (laughs) Going to be in a wee bit of bother.
3: A wee bit of bother.